following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? And welcome back to Gorilla Radio Live, the bonus episodes. So this is another uh, bonus where I got, uh, episode where I get to talk to good Jess from uh, Married at First Sight. Now, we're still cashing in on the whole Married from First Sight, I guess, but the reality is that Jess is a big reality TV fan, as am I. So it's always good to get uh, another opinion from someone that's actually in the game and has seen behind the scenes, plus knows a lot about the people that expose it or try to expose it for their own fame, basically. So Jess was fantastic to give us uh, another opportunity. I hope to do more with her. This one's a little bit late due to my issues, so I apologise for that. But if um, this was uh, an interview that took place over two weeks, we had a little chat in different times and we discussed a certain person from Married at First Sight who came out and basically just trying to cash in on fame and hang on to it as long as she can. So without any further ado, let's get into it because Jess is far more interesting and, um, yeah, I hope you uh, like what you hear. Yay. Okay. So welcome back, Jess. Thanks. Good to be back. <laughs> We've actually been talking before, so we don't want to sound like a fake radio. We've <laughs> been having a little oh chat. Oh, my God. It's been so long. Oh, I no. Your voice. Wow. <laughs> um, I've, I do want to say, and I did say this to you just earlier, but I do want to say congratulations on your first Mother's Day. Thank you. Yes, it was a, it was a very wonderful day. I got... I got spoiled. I got spoiled for my birthday. My birthday's a week before, so yeah, yeah I got I got very spoiled. Double back. Oh, did, did you get a new phone? Was that what? I did. Yeah, yes. Chris bought me that for my birthday. So I feel like an Instagram stalker when I say shit like that because I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I know what's going on. But the funny thing was, he bought me this beautiful thing for Mother's Day. He he hates internet shopping. Like Chris has no Facebook, no Snapchat, no Instagram, nothing. Yeah. And he doesn't like online shopping, and I'm the queen of online shopping. And so he Googled, and he bought me this. Uh, it's like a timber disc that you get something, you get a message engraved in. So it he got engraved. Um, there's no any place or oh, something like um. Home is where you are, Mum. Love Stevie. Right? Oh, nice. Really sweet. But when when he looked online, he looked it looked like it was going to be a solid piece of like wood. And when he got it, it was just like really thin piece of pine. Oh no! I know. And he spent a lot of money on it because it's the last fucking time I'm buying <laughs> online 
the fault that counts. So yeah, but he um he did really well for my birthday. So he made up for that, so that was good. He's a man, isn't he? Like you just nailed a classy. Like yes. a good guy, uh, gentleman. Yes. Yeah. Gentleman, wonderful wonderful, wonderful human being and, and funny. He's just yeah, he's he's really good. We drove up to the Blue Mountains with my mum, we had a lunch and you know, he does little things like he takes milk so I can have a couple of drinks. So he's just yeah, he thinks of that sort of stuff. He's all about wanting me to have a good time. He's yeah. Equality. That's what it is, isn't it? Yes, yes. What a good guy. Very lucky. Yes, he's a great guy. So you are now what I consider to be our Gorilla Radio's expert social media and reality TV star. How does that sound? That is I. That is probably my dream job. I know so much crap about nothing, well, about everything, yeah. that I really feel like that's a really great title for me. Yeah, see, I'd love to be able to pay you and go, this is what we're going to do every week, and I just, um, that would be a gas. It'd be a good job, wouldn't it? It would be a great job because I always know the random stuff. My friends have been telling me for years, how do you know that much? I just know random stuff about everything. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's my little, it's my little uh, passion. Yeah, and I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, well, actually, I'd say I'm a fan of reality TV, which all started for me with Survivor. But Oh, back in the day, Survivor. Oh, I, I still love Survivor today. Because to me, it's just because- life and condensed into people manipulating people and, and that would sell their soul to the devil. Like, it's just, you have to be an animal, yeah, wouldn't I watch, it? Yeah, I watched the American Survivor, like, when that Richard Hatch, yeah. he won, and yeah. then he didn't pay any taxes, so he had to pay a lot of money back. So that was good. Yes, then I remember my experience with um, Big Brother, I mean, with, 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 with reality TV was Big Brother. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then, and then obviously, that stopped with the turkey slap. Yeah. So. Yes, that's what killed it. And yeah, mm. and yeah, and and this is something I mentioned to you earlier. Yeah, in the UK, every year they still have uh, a Big Brother and a Celebrity Big Brother. Every year yeah, since, and that's been since two thousand. I believe that they use the term celebrity very loosely in the UK. They yeah. have a lot of Z grade celebrities. Like I think Katie Price was was in it. Yeah, she's desperately true. holding on to fame. She, do you know how many jokes are created by comedians in the UK about her on an annual basis? Oh, I'm not surprised. She is a walking joke. Oh. She's an absolute walking joke. Yeah. And do you know my, one of my favourites is, and this is, I'm, this, I'm, I'm totally quoting someone else, I'm, I'm um, a Scottish comedian, and he says, because she, Katie Price at one stage married a, uh, a UFC Mr. fighter. Yes. Oh no, he also. I thought you were going to say Peter Andre. I'm like we all know Peter Andre. Yeah, no, no. And they and they had their own reality TV show in the UK. Yes, they did. Yeah, and then no, she went on to marry a UFC fighter, and a Scottish comedian, well-known Scottish comedian, like says in his stand-up, you know, Katie Price married a UFC fighter. Do you think that she married him to stop? Um, oh, her son. What's her son's name? Which one? The tall, the big one. Oh, bugger, what is his name? Um, oh, this has been a running gag I've had for ages and it's I've just I've just oh. ruled my own gag. But basically he said, <laughs> do you think that she married the USC fighter from stopping him from getting on and fucking her? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's just, and, and that's that's how much how disregard they give her in she's got books out that people bought and 
Oh, that was, His name's Harvey. Thanks. Harvey, yeah, yeah. So the, the comedian says, do you think she married the UFC fighter to stop Harvey from fucking her? And, oh. um, yeah, oh, it's raw over there. They, they've got no respect for her whatsoever, but she's cashed in uh, everything. And then the latest I've heard is that she's now looking to file for bankruptcy. Yeah, I've heard, that's been in the news for quite a while. I was waiting for her to actually do it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah now she's been dumped again because she flashed her boobs at some something over the weekend and oh I don't know I just feel sorry that fact she's got a daughter and sons but the fact that that's what that's the image that her daughter's got to look at and you know and it's funny like because be that Peter Andre's an Aussie and he's married like one of their icons at the time when she was called Jordan and she was a model and yes, she, she was a bit right. normal they all love him and hate her but, I know, and still, I think still in Australia he'd be a little bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a joke because we all remember him in the water singing with his little dreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doing the Michael Jackson wannabe act, and uh, I think <laughs> I think um, Molly Meldrum discovered him actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. Molly discovered him, and then yeah, either backed him to, to get a, a record gig or whatever, but basically realised it wasn't happening here, so he went to the UK and he became huge. And all accounts, he's a really nice guy, apparently. Yeah. Well, he seems like he actually seems really nice and normal after all this drama that he has to go through with her. Oh. And they share the children, which means that he's tied to her permanently for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so she was on, on Celebrity Big Brother. I think they've had some disasters. They had, get because they, they bring over their token Americans. And, yeah. they, and they brought, who was it? It was the kid out of... Baywatch, who's now a fully grown man. Oh, Jordan, what's his face? Yes. Jordan Jackson um, or Jeremy Jer- Jeremy Jackson? Jer- Jeremy Jackson. Yeah. Jeremy Jordan? So, One of them. Yeah. There's a J in there. Yeah. Well, he and he, in turn, may have touched someone allegedly in, in, a, in, a, in a nasty way and the girl complained and he got booted out and then he was devastated and he's been suffering depression and it's like, fuck, is it really worth it? Yeah, I think these people just have, like, they, that's all they've got. All they've got is that, is to stay in the limelight and so they get given, you know, extended an olive branch to stay relevant and then when it doesn't go through or something happens and they get tossed aside so quickly because really what, I don't, I don't know if they can go back and do a normal nine to five job. Well, and, and here's the question I'm asking because this ties in really well with talking about married at first sight and, and what's going on with them, the current crew now. But you went through the same thing, and then how was your transition back into normal life? I don't seem that you had a major issue with anything. No, but I'm not trashy. No, <laughs> no, yeah. I went straight back. In, I went straight back into to work, and then <clears throat> excuse me, I just it was just different. Like it, I did things outside of my job, but I like to work and I like to have my job and I had um, a, like, not a, a serious job, but I had a job that, well, you know. You had a good had job and it required your full attention, basically. Yeah, and I actually could make something of my career with that job. Yeah. Whereas, you know, some of the jobs, well, I read today Martha's now quit her retail job and is now becoming a full-time influencer slash YouTube vlogger and I thought, oh, fuck, oh, well, <laughs> who wants to see you? Well, it's funny because I remember 
one of the lines, and she was talking to Michael in the show, and one of the lines she said was, like, I'm not ready to give up my career in Sydney and return to Melbourne. And I went, you know what, that's a pretty positive, like, step for a woman to say, well, and then I looked up, what do you do? Um, and then please, anyone that's listening out there that's a makeup expert, I'm not taking the piss, but she is a makeup artist. Yeah. So I'm going, what, you can't do that in Melbourne? Like, what, you're... But apparently, apparently she had a retail job here in Sydney. What, just working in a shop? No, it would be, it would be like a tarot cash kind of girl. You know the types of girls that work at tarot cash? No, uh, no, not really. Okay, so what you need to do, and people, <laughs> your listeners will know, if you go to a tarot cash or a Connor, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know the stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a particular type. Do you remember the show The Shire? Yes. Okay. Wasn't so that a bomb? Two, oh yes, the two plastic girls that were in Ugh, that show. Yeah. So I used to be one of their bosses. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. And um, she used to work at Tarot Cash. And I was a regional manager for Tarot Cash. And it, there were mini skirts, tight tops. Oh, my God, babe, you look so hot in that shirt. If I didn't have a boyfriend, I would totally, like, ask you out. I'm not kidding you. That's, that's, that's the brief? That's the brief, and I don't fit into that brief. I think I lasted with them maybe three or four months, and it's, it was such a misogynistic environment. Yeah. But anyway, so they, they go on. They there's a particular type of girl: hair extensions, fake lips, fake boobs, and they flirt with the guys to get big sales. So that's her that's gig. What, she wasn't a makeup artist at all. No, I, I I think that she would be like a tarot cash girl. I don't think she'd be. Uh, you know, if she works in retail, that's the kind of person that I I would think. And that's just me speculating. I could yeah. be wrong. Probably not wrong, but. Could be wrong. Well, for whatever she says and how she says that the show manipulated her and, and edited and whatever, that all she's done is proven that she's full of shit. Because on Instagram, her, she puts up videos where she's just a self-involved ass, and, and they all seem to forget to do their pants up or put a top on. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Meanwhile, in my Instagram, I'm showing off my post-C-section pudge and <laughs> these girls can't do their pants up. So I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't. I, I, and I could see that she was setting up lights, but what I, the only thing that I'll take away from Martha's Instagram is a mum constantly telling her to get fucked. And you see, mom, even when she's in a car, she's sticking her finger up at her and going, fuck off, like leave me alone. Oh. Yeah, mum who... Um, her mum just doesn't wear a shit, basically. But, uh, yeah, look... What I see is a clutch for these people. They're hanging on. Like Jessica, Jessica, the bad Jess, who's just yes. ruined the name and spells it with a K. Yes. Uh, Jessica. Yeah. Yes. She was and – I know, and I believe that she's had a rough upbringing and there's a whole lot of history in the background, fair enough. But yeah, she, but there's so many other people who have and they don't, you know, they don't end up like that. Yeah, and then she got – so the story goes – this is this is just gossip stuff that I've read, right, which I find crazy. But these when, – when they get these shows and they overlap the crews from different shows. Yeah. So the story goes that she was tied up with old mate – I can't even think of old mate's name now. What, the Dan, one that she – Dan, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was tied up with Dan, and when she was away, separated from Dan over a period of time, she went to some crew thing – and slept with Telv. Yep. 
and then and then denied it. Yep. And then went back to the Gold Coast or Sydney. I don't know. And there was she was playing around with one of the guys from Love Island. Oh, and now he's desperate. He's just gonna. He wants to say relevant. So that's why he's hanging around. I think because he's meant to be dating Cyril. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. that's where, and that's where it goes over to now. And then Dan goes, yeah, I'm dumping your trash. Well, you're no innocent, Dan, because all your mates have given you up as well. But, Apparently he cheated on Jess anyway. Yeah, yeah, and they're all just mm. trying to stay in the limelight. Like it's – Yep. So for what? What they do is they just – they'll they'll snipe at someone on the – because what happens is when the show finishes, the Daily Mail are like – an STD of the um, of the news. Like, yes. Yeah, they are. Because as soon as like, what this used to happen with me, like I'd put something up on Instagram, and you know, half an hour later, it would be on Daily Mail, and they've written a story about it, but they've just pulled my caption of what I've written and put it up there. And manufactured the story. Yeah, journalism at its finest. Um, but that's what they'll do. Like, I think the latest is Tamara told Jess to go to the gym and stop getting cosmetic work. And I'm like, why do you care? So then Daily Mail have run a story on that, which means it keeps Tamara relevant because no one really gives a fuck about Tamara. And it gives Jess more, you know, stuff to go on. And even though we can't get rid of her, yeah, they just what they do. And, oh, Billy ended up following me on Instagram the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So that's why I thought it was weird. Maybe they haven't. Maybe I've been unblocked. So I went, oh, why the hell are you following me? That was weird. So the story is that they, when the, basically around towards the end of the show, they just blocked you from, like all of them blocked you from following them. No, we were blocked, at, well, apparently at the start. Oh, okay. So the matched account blocked us from the very, before the show even started, maybe like a week or two. Yeah, right. Every single previous contestant, even Zoe and Erin, who do a podcast for Channel 9 on Married at First Sight, blocked them. Blocked everyone. Oh, really? So we, we, so we couldn't see the Instagram page. Yeah. And then, like I mentioned earlier, so my friends would be tagging, you know, the people in posts telling them that how horrible they were or whatever. And I'd go to click on their profile and it would just come up, user not found. And I'm thinking, what? That's really weird. So I tried it with a few different ones, and that comes up when you've been blocked. That's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually don't understand that. I don't like it's how can you have it? So, so with Instagram, like like if you've got stalkers or if you've got issues with people being trolls, and I totally get that. I totally understand it. Yeah. But when it's just the general public, you, like – you want to pick and choose your audience, and what do you? But it's not like oh, last year's cast are against this year's cast. Like everyone's gone through an experience at some stage on the show that are participants, and and by rights, it's you should want to share information between. Or oh, what did you take away from this? What did you take away from this? But it seems to be that they're as opposed to back when Channel Nine were doing it, it was. These are people trying to find relationships and they're genuine about that. Yeah. Versus I want to be a celebrity. Yeah, they all just want, they all think that it's the way to become a celebrity. It's just, I don't, I don't understand. Oh, here we go. I've been unblocked. Oh, there you go. There we go. I have been unblocked. I wonder when that happened. Look at that for multitasking. Yep, there we go. I've been unblocked. 
Okay, so it might have just been a blanket thing they tried to enforce for everyone. Yes, it looks like they did. Oh, you're going to have a field day going back through some of the shit that's on there, let me tell you. Oh, but now I don't know who I want to follow or if I want to follow any of them. Any of them. Well, I've got a friend oh, of they're all They're all public anyway, so I can just... Yeah, I've got a friend of yeah. mine in Melbourne. I said, do you follow such and such? Because it's a... She goes, no, nah, I'm not interested. I wouldn't be dead being caught following them. She said, but I do go and stalk them from time to time and they don't know that. So it's like I, she doesn't want to be seen to be a statistic in following them, yeah. that like, giving them likes, but at the same time, at any time you can do it. I, I, I just find it like I am what I call, I call myself a social voyeur, right? I am that guy that sits and has a cup of coffee and I'm watching the world and I'm watching people interact and I'm just like, Look at these freaks. Like, that's how I see the world. And I like looking at good things, right, when nice things happen and, and, and then, you know, I often pass comment. But what I found on these people on Instagram, and I have to say I look at girls more than the guys, and I think overall um, Instagram would be tilted in the more women use it than men anyway. But yeah, the, oh, 100%. But the girls from the show, it's like they – they they make their first video, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, I made this video, and then they become animals, right? So then you see in their story where you might see a dash and a dash and a dash, and I see yours, for instance, you go, there's Stevie and she's doing this, and, and you're having a conversation with her, or oh, yeah. <laughs> when you're singing. Definitely one-sided conversation. Yeah, or when you're singing, um, um, what's it called? <sighs> with your new app on your phone. Oh my god, that! <laughs> oh, that was classic. I had so much fun oh. with that. That's what made Chris go and get the same phone. We were sitting in bed, and I was making this emoji, and because we do that with Stevie, like we hold her up in the air and sing that song. And then yeah. when I saw the line, I'm like, "Oh my god, I am doing that!" And I can't I even tell you crazy. what the song's called. I can sing it. No, it's just it's the. Presentations on the line, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was going. That song. You should I put that. I don't know if that's posted me. on your Instagram page, but you should post it on your page. Oh, it was just. I had so many people message me, go, you're an idiot. But, like, it was funny. I thought it was just the best thing. Oh, it was a classic. It was, oh, I, so that's th- why I got the phone. But so that that is what people that want to interact with other people on Instagram, right? That's what I see them going, yep, I'm down with that. That's what we do. And that's what that's what it's for. That's how I see it. Yeah. What I don't see is that it's a bit like um, Anthony Mundine coming out and telling people not to vaccinate their kids. Who cares what you oh. think, right? I don't give a shit. I don't wake up and go, oh, geez, thanks, Dr. Anthony with no intelligence. But what I, don't I see... I really know what... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh. Again, I think they all do it to stay relevant because he got beaten by, you know, what's his name, Danny. Yeah, Danny Green. And, yeah, and then obviously they had the showdown in the the jungle. Yeah. um, I'm a celebrity. And then he has to stay relevant, which means coming out with something that's completely unsecured, which he does so well. It's crazy. So yeah. what, what I'm seeing from the maths thing, and and say, for instance, with Tamara, right, Tamara became, because she was only a short stay anyway. Yeah. She's gone from this wholesome girl that got cheated on mentality to the latest thing I read was uh, she mentioned, yeah, I've always wanted to be a porn star, and then she's putting in uh, clips topless but covering herself up and, like, abiding Uh by the rules. But it's like she's – They're all the same. Yeah, they're trying to hang on to it. 
that all the same. Like the amount of pictures I see of girls chucking that stupid fucking leg spread, you know, and posing in front of the camera. And I think, oh, yeah. be more original. Do something different. Like I don't know, just something a fuckwit, a fuckwit, yeah. a fuckwit. So I've got a theory, and, and um, I've brought it up with Neil a couple of times, and we haven't got to the bottom of it, but I've got a theory of all these things that get posted because I, I've heard other people say, oh, I thought this looked cute, but I might take it down, waiting to get some sort of you know, recall on it, see how many people like the picture and shit like that. Sorry, I'm just That's I'm dealing right. with a sookie. You know, you know, get her to sleep, kid. Yeah, she's sleeping, but she's looking at Uncle Dan. <laughs> um, sorry. sorry. No, 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 all good. Um, yeah, so they, they post a picture and then they go, oh, I think I look cute, but I might take it down or... They don't get enough lights, so I take it down. Yeah, so yeah. my yeah. theory is in five to ten years, are they still going to be that person or are they going to let it go? And, I don't know. No, see, and that's a big thing because I see women out of the States in their 40s pushing into their 50s who actually think that they're models. Like they – and I don't, I don't shame anyone. Like you just do whatever you want, you do your thing. But as an observer, I go, yeah, probably, probably shouldn't be wearing that, you know, like – yeah, wearing like old, like old, old mutton done up as lamb. You know, look, I don't like saying that, but that's that's the that mentality. There was one that was yeah, funny. I, think- <laughs> I saw with Neil. I, I told Neil about it. it was a, she, and I think that I've actually seen her profile originally from a dating site, and I followed okay. her, and I've just followed her because I'm just blown away. But anyway, it, she and she confirmed it. So she went on a holiday to Hawaii and she's got, this is me here and this is me there. And it's and they're like semi-raunchy photos for a woman in her late 30s, early 40s. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, so you're obviously away with your partner. And, yeah. and that's your thing. So oh, that's cool. I'm down with that. And then she takes a photo or she shows video and it's she's on holidays in Hawaii with her teenage son. Right. So he's been the one that's taken the raunchy pictures of mum Oh, in cozies in front of waterfalls and stuff. And that's I, not good. No. See, so this is what I say. In five to ten years, if you could fast forward, where is it going to? It's going to be a very interesting animal because Instagram's still fairly new. Yes, that's true. And it's, again, it's owned by the people that own Facebook. So they, um, they saw fit to go, yeah, we don't need competition. We're just going to buy it. And Facebook's leaning in that way to be like Instagram with posts. Yeah, I, yeah I don't know what they're doing. They're doing a whole big, yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't use Facebook that much. I just, I use it for Messenger with mates and things, but. Yeah, so do I. I'm very rarely like, you know, I, the old days, I, I sort of had enough when people went, oh, yeah, went out for dinner, had this for dinner, had this for dessert. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Don't care. You know? Oh, I read back on my statuses from like nine years ago and I thought, why and like some of them I just think, God, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What, did, what were you saying? I think I was reading them because I do love the memories. The memories make me laugh when you yeah. See, yeah. see those. Cause that's, except for the past, like the one from two years ago where I was in Europe and that makes me really sad. But um, I'm not there anymore. Why does it make you but sad? Look, this, 
because I want to be in Europe. Look, oh, this is my okay. status from, yeah, this is my status from, what What year are we, nine years ago. Yeah. So it says, Jess Wardrop, finally home, having a drink, watching a game. I think I'm officially a man. <laughs> no, but that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> like, I just went, okay, cool. Well done, Jess. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's fun. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. I, um, I, it's the ones, I, I, look, I had a few friends in the past that have actually lived vicariously through Facebook. Like they put everything that's going on in their life to have. Oh, I hate those people. Yeah. And it's to have, it's like to get acceptance from others. Yes. That's, that's all it is. Or to make it look like they're actually doing something with their life. I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I had a conversation earlier today with a friend of mine and she said the same thing. She said, where she lives, and she's in Perth, she said that um, it's quite funny her friends on Facebook, because I had the same discussion, was like, oh, I don't really use it. And she said, oh, she said, the ones that do and put all the things up, oh, we were doing this and this was fabulous and that was fabulous. And she goes, I don't know full well that he was too pissed and he slept in the garden rather than go in the house and sleep with his wife because they hate each other. So there's this big... Fake fakeness that goes around the perfect life. So I just don't have the time for that. I'd rather watch it on TV and just laugh at them. That's what I'd do. That's my thing. Even so House Rules. Gonna, Fuck that dick. Oh, I don't watch that shit. No, I can't do that. No. Yeah. I think I've had my reality TV fix. I'm just focusing on Game of Thrones and then focusing on trying to catch up on Wentworth before season seven starts in like two weeks. So yeah, I got in and went with early, and then I've sort of bowed out, and I've just not taken it up. No, you need no. It is like <laughs> for an Aussie show. Yeah. epic. I'm so proud that it's an Australian show because it is brutal. Yeah, and the acting is so good. Yeah, um, I might try and work out where I was because there's some great actors in it. Oh, and a hundred percent, they get lots of they get lots of really good Aussie actors. Yeah, but to quickly throw a spanner in the works, I have been unblocked by some and still blocked by others. That's no. why. Yes. Are the ones that block you, does it really matter? Well, Michael, I'm not blocked from Michael and I'm not blocked from Melissa and Heidi. I'm blocked from Dino and I'm like, oh, all right. Dino, Dan, Cameron, Mark, they've still, I'm still blocked there. I feel like I want to message Michael and go, mate, why was I blocked? Did they tell you to block me? Who's Cameron? The one that's with Jules. Oh, What? Yeah. No, that that I, I would think that that's a Channel Nine incentive, and and I I, I get the type of thing that that's not his gig to use it. Yeah, it's weird though, isn't it? Yeah, I I would think that that's more of a well, not actually. Does Channel Nine none of that make it? It might be Endemol Shine. Yeah, well, that's true. It might be. Yeah, that might be their thing because I don't get that from my understanding of him. And it's funny because I've I've seen him. Oh, uh, that would have been on Jules's one, I think. Oh, no, it was on Heidi's. They went to Cyril's party and they used Heidi's because Heidi was just learning how to use Instagram, like to take oh. video, and he was playing around with it. So, But I don't – I've never looked for his, so I, actually I don't know. Isn't yeah, it, no, it's well, still I'm bizarre. Really, I'm just going through now. I'm just I'm like, oh, I'll just try and work out who, who's blocked me and who hasn't. Yeah. I'm going to message one of them and go, let me know, because I'm interested. I want to know why. So what the hell is the point? Yeah. Are they that scared of what we're going to say? Yeah. Anyway. So we're going to move on in a minute but you've, about Bachelor in Paradise because you're going to give me the spin on it. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, well, that won't take long because it was just a bloody joke. 
But before, but before we do, you actually mentioned something that I didn't know about you, that you're a oh. Game of Thrones fan. Oh, huge, huge. So you've caught up on the latest? Yes, and I decided that last week I would go on to Reddit and read all the spoilers. Oh, no. I did, I did. Couldn't handle Well, you know what, actually, and I'm, I'm almost with you on this, because after the big battle, it's sort of like, yeah, well, however it plays out, it plays out now. Like, it's not a – I mean, I came to the conclusion, oh, shit, there's only two episodes left. No, there's only one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. After last night. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I, I went ahead and I read all of it, and I've been very good. I haven't told anyone any of the spoilers, so I haven't told Chris and his old family because we all watch it on a Monday. Okay, but, so, so when this podcast ends, I'm going to ask you because I've got a question for you about one that a question that's just been posed on Twitter of someone allegedly kills someone, and I went, "Oh, didn't see that coming." I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, well, no, who do you think it is? I won't say yes or no. I won't. I won't ruin it. Um. Yeah. Okay. So by the time, yeah, well, that's all right because by the time we get this out later this week, it'll come around and people will go, "Oh, well, you didn't spoil it for me." Um. That. Aria, uh, I keep calling it Aria. Yeah, it's, it's Aya, Aria, Aria. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think at one stage I might have called it Ariola. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she actually, because I've been a big fan of hers, and then she had sex with old mate, and I went, oh, oh, fuck. I know. Is she that old? I don't. Wow. Well, I mean, she did think she was going to die. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> she has a bit of banter with Gendry, so she might as well. Yeah, yeah. And she, the best line of it all was, he was just lying there, and she goes like, hey, I'm not doing it for you. You can take off your own pants. And I'm like, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. Well, <sighs> the rumour I'm hearing is that she kills Daenerys. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. So, and I went, ooh, because she's angry after. But anyway, who knows? Yeah, and so, I've heard this well, one. I'll tell you, last night three spoilers came true in last night's episode. Yeah, and actually, so I, I feel like they're pretty, they're pretty. But the thing is, there's two different stories as to what would happen in the end about you know if possibly Daenerys gets murdered, who does it? There's two stories out there. Yeah. So, so my discussion I've been having with my sister when she listens to this, she'll giggle. But the discussion I've been having, and this is the context I've had it. I've go. This is a war of crazy bitches. And she goes, what are you, what are you talking about? I go, this is the smartest woman in the room is Sansa. Oh, it's 100%, but they haven't done anything with her. She's sitting back and going, just let them two bitches fight it out. And, and, I'll, yeah, and I'll just sit here. Yeah. And that's, that's my theory is that, well, you know, I'm just going to swoop in after all the, all the heat dies down. You and think about... Up. You think about all the other shit that those other two women have been involved with and what Sansa mm. doing. Oh, I know, I know.
and welcome back, Jess. Now, we had a bit of a break in between where yeah. we um, – was actually seven days, I think. Is it seven? It's about that anyway. Yeah, um, motherhood. Had a rough week. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. Yeah. Stevie comes first. That's the rules. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to take up with you just an interesting thing about Sunday night where reality TV shows were getting a blast. They were. Firstly, let's, let's make a point that it was quite funny that Channel 7 have got a lovely show coming out called The Super Switch, but let's not mention that. Let's mention every other show <laughs> that's bad. Well, it's funny. Not only the, that whole Super Switch thing, which I think they've done something similar previously, mm-hmm. and maybe they're given a different name, but they've also got Proposal in One Night or something it's called. Oh, jeez. Where they literally... The woman can't see the contestants and all these contestants get – and the crowd. I think the crowd votes and the crowd gets – and the idea is by the end of that episode, the guy proposes to her. Oh, well, you know, that seems same. Oh, yeah. That's that, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So for all the okay. shit that Married gets and Channel 7's happy to throw shit at Married, mm. they're coming up with worse programming. Work that out. Well, don't get me wrong. It was good to see someone talking – negatively about it, but I probably don't think that they got the best person to talk negatively about Married at First Sight, to be fair. So this is Claire Varel, Varel, I think her name yeah. is? Yeah. 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 So she's probably made yeah. a bit of a habit of forging her way into either social media or television shows to get her opinion across, hasn't she? Well, let's, let's do a comparison. So I was on the season after Claire and... Don't get me wrong, I don't have – I have a third of the followers that Claire has, but at the end of the day, I don't actually buy my followers. So, yeah. anyway. Um, and so even my engagement or something like that, normally the Daily Mail pick up on that and run it. And I haven't been relevant for – I think since I was pregnant with Stevie. But, you know, Claire ties her shoe and it's on the Daily Mail. Yeah. And it's just – Personally, I think it's not it's not difficult to have a connection with the Daily Mail person. I think there's a relationship there where she lets them know when she's going to post something or vice versa and they run it to keep her relevant. But she has done for the past, what, four years, four and a half years, done everything in her power to make sure that she stays relevant. So has it been four and a half years since she's been on there? I would believe so. I'm, I Mine's been about... Three and a half. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So her okay. just be just after that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Now she she has a, a favourite thing, and and again, this is not. I guess it's not aimed to be about attacking her, but it's a fact that if you come out into the public forum and you start talking about this is this and this could mm-hmm. someone's going to get killed, like you've got to be responsible for how much of that shit you're making up and how much of that is real. I think that anyone who's in a public, has a public persona, whether it be a couple of thousand followers or millions of followers, what you say, what you believe, what you think, people are going to attack or or they're either going to attack, they're going to believe it or they're going to take um, little bits of it and, and spin it because you do have a louder voice because people are following you, whether it be for good or for bad, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that 100%. So... She, the first time she really came into the eye was when she just started ragging Jono out the whole time. Now, yes. be it relationships work or they don't work, this is a situation you can't, you can't control that. But yes. 
how you act after it is totally yours to own. It's not Channel 9's or it's not uh, a production company. It's yours to own. And what, what I found is that she was continually attacking Jono and yeah. um, and, and I, I only know what I see, but you obviously know a bit more and what she's done and how it affected you guys from yeah. the shit that she throws. So, yeah, exactly. So in a nutshell, um, most of the Married at First Sight people have some sort of relationship in terms of we keep in contact with each other. Um, it does become harder as you move on with your life. But at that point, because they'd done the season so quickly after one another, we all either followed each other on Instagram or, you know, were friendly. And, um, yeah, this is when Claire's season had just been shown and Claire was just annihilating Jono. And, you know, I think every second magazine article, there was something about how he was this horrible person and her post, her continuous post, about how he was horrible and all the mental abuse that she went through and, you know, the physical abuse. And, like, I think she even accused him of being physical. Don't quote me on that, but I... I no, think no, I think, I think you're right. I think, yeah, and I, and I think that stems from a previous um, abusive relationship and somehow she's trying to tie that, that he was of the same calibre and... It, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't remember the details, but I just that crosses my mind. And this was going on for forever, and Jono just said not a word, not a word. And I, uh, kudos to him, because if one person says something nasty about me, I'm like, you know, I'll go fuck yourself, say it to my face. Yeah. But he just kept quiet. And on such a public forum, like, these trashy magazines who I love and I have appeared in, I'm not taking this away from the fact that I've appeared in them, but, you know, negative stuff about him and... and he didn't say a word, and I think what happened was Zoe from the first season. She did a post, and she supported Jono with this post. Yep. And that was the very first time that someone had stood up for him because he was getting attacked by Claire, and no one was saying a thing. And Zoe had the balls to say no because she she knew him. And then, oh, to be honest, Claire lost her shit. Yep. She she blocked everyone. She blocked me because I liked the comment and said something like, well, actually, I didn't even make a comment. I just liked it. And so she blocked me, um, blocked Zoe, went, you know, sent messages to people saying, how could you do this? How dare you? Um, And that was just, that was the first sign I just went, this is not right. And then, yeah, yeah, and then I, when it was clear that when my promo started to come out, Claire was, taking pictures of me and putting them on her Instagram and saying we were soul sisters and what? all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and I'm thinking, bitch, I don't even know who you are. Like, I've never <laughs> spoken to you. Well, we are not soul sisters. Yeah. And uh, I think because we both got paired with a dud. And then, so, what she does is, and you can, if you pay enough attention, this is not me bad-mouthing, Claire, if you pay enough attention, you can see what she does. And she makes contact with everyone from each season. That's what she does. Oh, okay. Because she needs to stay involved with it and it helps her stay relevant. So she did that with our season and she got in contact with someone from our season and um, they talked a couple of times and that person disclosed the status of their relationship and the status of everyone else's relationship. Now, this was before the finale had aired. Everyone knew that Dave and I were done and dusted yeah. and Andy and Craig, but no one knew the status because this was obviously after the last episode. Yep. And Claire sold that story to the media. On, so she took the information. 
on what had happened with all our relationships. So the episode hadn't even aired yet, and Claire contacted um, people in magazines and sold the story because I'll tell you one thing. When a magazine says an anonymous tip, yeah. genuinely from that person that the story's about, just yeah, so you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and so she had sold that story about what happened with our relationship so it ruined the finale for us. For her own benefit. Yes. So that's, that's her, that's her game is the slide in and so she thinks that she's a bit of an industry spy. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand why why you would do that. I don't understand why you would take away from someone else's experience and just, I don't know. I yeah. just, there's so many things that she does that I just, I don't know. I'm confused about what the motive is and... The same thing for doing the Sunday night story. You have a woman who has for years talked about how much she hates the show and how it damaged her mentally, and then she keeps talking about it. Yeah. And it's, she watches it, and it's all over a news feed, and then she goes on Sunday night bad-mouthing it. And I think, why? If you don't like it, then stop talking about it. Yeah, I and I would highly say, well, highly, I would more than likely say that her medical help that she was getting wouldn't have recommended that she do the show. That's right. that's completely aside from yeah. what help she would have been getting. So it's, it's great to go on there and say, listen, I've been getting help or I was in this. I was, that's okay. But I would tell you 100% that they advise you to stay away from that. You are, I agree with you. No medical professional no, would none. say, have you got PSTD? Sure. Go on this show where you're going to be, you know, subject to trolls. Yeah, no, there's, there's none. There's none whatsoever. You know? And I do believe exactly. I'm, I'm not a, a, a physician. I'm not a medical doctor. I've got no qualifications in medicine. But I would suggest because I watched her from the end of her season and 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 follow generally from afar. I don't sort of. But I would pick up different things, and then I started following her on social media, and then I discovered that she was in hospital every other week. Yeah. Which is a sign of Munchausen's because it was like, oh, I'm in here again. Like, I don't know anyone that goes to hospital and then takes photos in hospital and says, I'm in hospital again. Like, it's a joyous occasion. Mm. Mm. Um, she showed bruises. She showed scars. She then, um, what happened then? She did actually start to get, I think she started looking after herself. And then she put the weight back on again, which, you know, obviously it's a mental condition. That's what happens. Yeah. And then she had a, a – she adopted another dog and then she wanted to raise money for that dog because it had to have an oh operation. Oh, my gosh. Can yeah. we just talk about that? Yeah. I have a huge, huge, huge problem with people asking strangers for money. Mm. I yeah. thought that act was fucking disgusting. Yeah. And I will say, and I will say it to anyone's face who challenges me on that. You had a dog. You adopted a dog. You have a million dogs. And from what I can see, you work part-time. I don't know how you can afford to go out to all these parties, but you know what? You don't like the limelight, but you go to these parties. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not – I don't get sponsored, but I promote and tag all these things like your hair extensions and these bloody fucking pillows. Yeah. But, you know, you have a sick dog, and your dog has told – I know, I'm really angry about this. Because <laughs> no, it just made you know, me laugh. I never thought about that. It's the bamboo pillows, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, some fucking pillows, oh, yeah. And she's always like, oh, you know, I'm not getting sponsored then. Why the fuck are you spruiking them all? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So she had this dog with the, the inoperable liver shunt and should, she asked a question to her followers, should I put the dog down? Yeah. And I, I said yes because I thought, if you can't afford it and this dog is not going to survive, then what quality of life has it had? You work part-time, you've got all these other dogs. Yeah. It's, it's not right. Yeah. And she... Then she put it out there about that she needed an MRI. For people who don't know this, she put out that the dog needed an MRI or an X-ray or something. It's going to cost $4,000. So she set up a GoFundMe page for her dog yeah. to get an MRI. Yeah. And it raised, I think, about $3,700 that people had given her. Holy shit. People, yeah. People who had, you know... You don't know these people's situations. People could, you know, really be scraping together and go, oh, I really want to help her. Yeah. And give her ten dollars. Yeah. Now these are people that it's the money's better off in their pocket. And to be fair, the dog is still alive. Yeah, well, that's funny because she then can I think she cancelled the page and said, "Yeah, we're just going to wait and see what happens because she hasn't got long to live." Blah blah blah. That that's what six eight months ago. Yes, and this dog that had six weeks to live is. Bloody fighting fit, isn't it? Yeah, funny, he's, a, he's a funny little prick too. I like him. <laughs> Actually, he's a he's a he's a funny little dog. But see, that that then would constitute again, I'm not a medical professional, but that would then constitute some form of Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. So she shifted it from herself to someone else to gain attention. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, look, he he's a, <laughs> you're using someone else for your. Uh, it made me so angry. It made me so. I thought, how dare you ask these random people for money? Yeah. How dare you? I've never asked anyone for money. Don't get me wrong. I promote stuff on my page. Of course I do. Yeah. But I never, I've never asked anyone for money. And I'm really open and honest about if I get paid for stuff, if I don't, if I get gifted stuff, because I've got nothing to lose. But I would never ask my followers to give me money, ever. I, I think. You would struggle with that mentality in Australia, as opposed to because that's a Kardashian mentality, where they wear someone's clothes and it gets depending on the amount of hits it gets, and they send them an invoice. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's a thing that, and I'm not a fan of that that mentality at all. Um, I I watch Claire as a test case purely for mental health issues, and that it seems that she's to me. That she stretched all the the other paps and the and the Daily Mail and things like that, and they've yeah. all they've all clicked out. Channel Seven has leave it in, and and maybe it's to to grow some. I don't know. I don't know. Because because realistically, if they were serious about the story that they told, they would then not be having on their on their roster for the next sort of six months any. Um, relative TV, but they're reality TV, but they've actually got two programs coming out. So, yeah, are they levering that? I don't know. You know, it's it's a but possibility. Look, not to keep annihilating on Claire, but the fact that she raised the issue about John uh, having his title changed yeah. was good on her because you know no one else did that, and she made sure that he's now non, no longer known on the show as a psychologist. He's an, he's an expert, which is great because that's what it should be. Yeah. Um, but to make it clear, when she said that she didn't meet the experts until she started filming and that she'd been matched, neither had I. Yeah. I never met Trisha. Yeah. 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 And I remember you saying everyone that. Everyone knows now that the, the producers match you. It's not a fucking secret. Yeah. 
stop saying, like, I mean, they could have gotten that article from just compiling all her Instagram stories over the past four years, and it would have cost them a lot less. Yeah. Because what do we think she got paid for that? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I actually don't know what TV rates are worth. So, but an interesting note on that is that she, uh, and then maybe I don't know how long Instagram stories work. So this is where I'm not. I don't understand Instagram. I think they last for 24 hours. Okay, so I just after see, sitting down saying we're going to have this chat, I sort of did some research. I had a look. Her Instagram stories was her filming Sunday night when it was on filming it with her phone, pissed and saying, I've drank a bottle of wine and I'm watching this and she's just ragging out the show. Oh, they glossed over this and, oh, that's right, John, you know. Like she was just a drunken mess. Yeah. And I'm thinking, fuck, like if your followers knew, like you, you, anyone who follows you on social media sees how you act and then you go on TV and then you cry poor and then you yeah. go back to that, you look like a fucking idiot. So the proof is you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, like, she was a fucking idiot. Yeah, you can't hide the fact that you know, you know, another another Martha's another one, right? She Oh yeah. She goes on about I've been edited and it was this and it was that. You flick on her Instagram stories any day. She she's harassing her mum. Her mum's getting the shits with a gun. Ah, oh, shut up, turn the phone. I've just woken up. She goes, It's twelve o'clock. What do you mean? She goes, I just woke up, it's twelve o'clock, shut up, I want to have a coffee. Like her mum's telling her to fuck off. She's a pest. Yeah, and uh, and then she'll say to the camera, like she'll say, "What do you think? What do you think, Mum? How or everyone thinks that you're supporting me?" She goes, well, no, "What do you mean supporting you? you? You know, you live here. That's it." And then she's so she then pushes her mum and says things like, "Yeah, yeah, I, yeah," and she goes, "So what? You live here rent free? I don't care. What? 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 what or who cares what they say?" She goes, "Yeah, but." How do I eat? And she goes, I don't know. You buy your own papayas. I don't care. Like that was a line. <laughs> and, and it was that you're just going to push what everyone's saying to keep yourself relevant. And this is what yeah. you say about Claire. Yeah. They so, just, and I think the, the psychologist on that show had a very good point. It's a, it's very, it's a big drop when you are everywhere and then no one cares. Yeah, that's right. And I, and I think that, what people struggle with the most. Like my followers are dropping; they drop every week. Yep. You know, um, and I used to care. I used to get upset, and yep. then I just thought, I don't care. I put up what I put up. Obviously, as you saw, a lovely pooey, pooey oh. baby. And you know what's very just not even to take off the sidetrack because this is very funny. It's hard to believe something so evil came out of something so beautiful. Isn't she gorgeous? Yeah, she is and just got this so beautiful, cute. stunning face. Yeah. And she had horrible green shit. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. I looked and I went, nah. Yeah. And you look at her face yeah. and you go, you didn't do that. You didn't do that. Yeah. All over her belly and like, Chris, oh. Chris goes, what do you want to do? I said, just chuck her in the shower. Yeah, just hose her <laughs> off. We, we can't do anything about this. Oh, no. So, yeah, but... um. That's, I think now it's, you can see it. You can see the people that are going to stay relevant. And I see it over the Daily Mail now with the people from the last season, how they're trying to stay relevant. And it's just, it's a normal pattern. So, you know, no hard feelings because you do what you can because you can only get paid for so long. 
Yeah. But when when the drop happens, that's what they're all going to struggle with because people will just not give a shit anymore. Unless you're something that they really can relate to or you really have a message or you do something more with your life than posing your fucking underwear in front of the mirror. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. So, And it is hard. Or, but I think that you know, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, my favourite is every club that you go to. Like you go, you see their run of photos. Oh, and it was obviously they've been invited to some gig, right? Fair enough. Yeah. And then they're in the bathroom taking photos of themselves, saying, "Yeah, I'm at this gig." I'm going, "You're in the fucking bathroom." Yeah. Like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just be straight out honest with you. I liked you on the show because you were who you were. Yeah. And you said your own thing, and now how how long do you say this? Three and a half years later, yeah, you're still that person, right? So there's no there's no bullshit, there's no bravado. This is what I am. This is what I do. And this has been, like I say, I'm, I'm really fortunate to get to talk to you because I, I enjoy your input because I'm I get you. Yeah, thanks. If that mentality seems to have disappeared now, if you were to take your mentality and put it on the show, the only one that comes out of that really is Jules. Yeah. No one else seems to be of a real um, persona, let's say. Oh, yeah, it's just someone that's real. It like, has a bit of substance, I think. I'm not, not trying to big note myself, but Jules has a bit of substance, and I think that sometimes that's what happens with, I don't know, when you get a bit older, you, you sort of are a bit more comfortable with who you are. Look, I remember my sister telling me years ago, because when you hit 30, you stop. She says, you stop giving a shit. And I think that's what happens. Like, as soon as you hit 30, you just go, nah, I don't give a fuck. When he gets to 40, it's even better. <laughs> oh, thanks. But I don't give a fuck now. No. Let alone at 40. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have grown up with the say what you think and deal with the consequences later, which hasn't always been good for me, but no. that's who I am. And, and it's not, and I'm not a hurtful, spiteful, but if someone steps up to the plate and starts to get nasty, I don't back off. And what I don't like, and this is my pet hate, right, you're always going to get trolls. And how you deal with trolls is is a really hard thing to do for so many people. Mm. When you get the famous side and and you like that, but then you get the trolls that come with it, you're always going to get someone that doesn't like it and someone's having a shit life. Yeah, of course. But when you go on to these shows – with a persona or you try to play out a persona, like Jess for me on Bad Jess as opposed to you being Bad good, Jess. Being good Jess. And, and I re- I've, I've actually developed a soft spot for her because I think she's in this spiral. Just she's not going anywhere. She's every no, week. She'll, every, yeah, she'll be on a, a porn magazine. Yeah, every week they they – they match her up with someone. Now she's been matched up with some guy who's an ex-criminal and... Like, yeah, killed her grandmother by driving, yeah. with, driving her over... I can't even say it. Hitting her with his car. Yeah. So so she's not... Like, she's not mixing in good circles. The one thing that she would take away from maths was uh, Martha pumped her up to go, you don't need this, you don't need this, like you can... Do, you know, and gave us sort of this false confidence... Yeah. Unfortunately, I just see her end up doing porn. That's that's where I think that, <laughs> I, and, I, and I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. Like, the, no, there's women that make money out of it. That's the thing. Maybe a cam girl. I don't know. No, she just be glamorized by his girlfriend. Yeah, well, she's already heading that way. That's the, that's, that's what she's all, heading towards. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it will be. 
So she's not like I, I don't understand their, their 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 need to be in the public eye when they have it's to realise they haven't actually outside of the television show they haven't achieved anything. But yeah, you're right. But I think it's also it's a good given each season of Match they they do it for longer and longer. So they're in the public eye for longer. You know, they're going on the journey with like the public are going on the journey with them. Yeah, but they are really going to struggle when they're irrelevant. And it's coming up to being very soon they'll be irrelevant. Like, I think I read a story yesterday or the day before about Sam, who... Oh, um, oh okay. I just of, had to think who it was. Yeah, Sam, the dude back yeah, on the tools. Yeah, yes. So he he um, was asked to go on a podcast with one of the old... Uh, I don't know if he is anymore. He's the president of the Nomads. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, he was – apparently Moody has – I don't know him, but apparently he has a, a YouTube channel. And I'm like, how does this happen to why he has a YouTube channel? Anyway, yeah. um, he asked Sam to be on it. And then there was this whole conversation with someone had leaked text when uh, Sam stood him up and all this sort of stuff. And I just thought, what? What the yeah. fuck is going on here? Like, no yeah. – no one, I don't care what Sam has to say at, at all. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, I, I was more surprised, I was more impressed that this bikey guy has a YouTube channel. I don't even know how to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not um, a fay with, and I know, and it's quite funny now because people often say to me, oh, with your podcast, are you going to go to YouTube? And it's like, no, 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 this is my forte, this is where I want to be. And this is, I'm, you know, th- that's what I want to make it about. But what I'm also yeah. seeing is people coming off television, like Maddie Johns tomorrow, um, he's got his own podcast. Now, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, whether it's set up by the guys from Fox or like I'm pretty sure it is. And it's about rugby league. And obviously, rugby league guys will just jump on it 100%. Yeah. But that's, that's like you're in that medium and now you're understanding the reach of podcasts. Because yeah. for me, I don't listen to radio anymore. I listen to podcasts, right? If I get I listen to smooth. Okay. Because I hate Kyle and Jackie O. I hate, hate, hate Kyle and Jackie O. Hate them. Yeah. And then I got sick of Today FM and then I just did, because it was giving me road rage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, so I put on smooth and I swear since I've been listening to smooth, I stopped getting road rage. And is that just, it's weird. just cool? Like tracks, cool old tracks, old yeah. tracks. Like just you know, they stopped playing Michael Jackson. Don't agree with that. That's a whole topic for another con- another time. <laughs> I love it. I love but, it. Oh, I think separate the music from the man. But anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just really sort of chill, cruisy. You know, and there's very little ads, and yeah, it's just okay. a bit, bit of a firecracker. So I don't need anyone pissing me off more. Yeah, yeah. So just, yeah, just listen to the chill. Smooch and Richard Wilkins, my God, Dicko, um, is one of the hosts. Oh, and so really? Campbell and Melissa, Melissa um, Doyle. Okay. So, but they, but they don't host it. They just have obviously pre-recorded some voiceovers. And they just and drop them in. Yeah. 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 That's quite funny. That's how I found my wedding song for Chris and I, by listening to Smooch. Okay. So I listened to them, oh, I love this song. What's this song? I never would have listened to it ever. It's Lionel Richie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
I'm a bit of a, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an a, Apple Music man, so I, what I do is I just pick a go into a playlist, and then they go, "You might like this," and I will play, and I go, "Oh yeah, I like that." They don't like that. I like that. I like that, and I'll just go, "Alexa, next song," and um, and generally that's sort of how it works. Although Alexa's been giving me the shits of late. I thought she was a cool chick at first, but she's now doing my head in. Oh, Google was listening to me. I got given a Google Chrome, a Google Chrome, a Google Home. Yeah. And Chris and I had it at the house, and then it just wouldn't work when we wanted it to work. And then so we turned it off. So we turned it off at the switch. Yeah. And it kept no. lighting up. At, yes. That's bizarre. Yes. And I, I just went, I'm not a conspiracy fit. Like, I, I don't believe in them, but I believe in some of them. But yeah. I thought, oh, Google, no, you're listening to me. Oh, no, I'm Imagine a conspiracy theorist and I, I think Google's trying to take over the world. There's no two ways about it. I agree. Because I'm sorry, when your phone brings up stuff that you just said to someone out loud, I'm like, mate, I didn't Google that. Yeah, yeah. yeah what that... other conspiracy theories? I know we've gone off in a segue here, but... No, that's all right. Other... That's all right. So I'm... Um... Did we walk on the moon? No. Good man, yes, that's correct. He did not walk on the No, nah, never been there. And and the, and the uh, you know, I have this, my argument with my father, he, because uh, he's, he's 74, 74, yeah, 70 something, 73. And and he's got his wits about him, right? He's not like a dithery old man, but he lives in the world of, was on TV, so it must be royal. Like that, <laughs> that's his theory. So when you question stuff, and when I said to him about this, and because my argument is, if we went there, why didn't we keep going back there? Like, why? Exactly. If, if, if you wanted to set up a place, like they talk about setting up on Mars, and I'm like, fuck, it's never going to happen. But anyway, waste money. Don't cure cancer. Fuck yous. Yeah. Um, why wouldn't you practice on the moon? And all the, the people that don't believe, they go, well, there's reasons because it, it ruined the tides. Or like, fuck, no, um, it won't. It's a satellite. It's not going to. Why yeah. don't I have another astronaut on that moon? Yeah, exactly. Where's the photo? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't believe in that. And it's actually, and I'll probably end up pumping this up in this other podcast I'm doing about podcasts, but there's actually one that's created that's just called Conspiracies. It's a fantastic, yeah, I'll send you the link for it. Okay. Because it's, um, it's a fantastic one. And it, and it covers, the guys that do it, um, and they work for, I think they work for a company called Gimlet, Okay. I'll have to do the, the, the research on it. But anyway, they've just been bought. I think they're part of the acquisition for Spotify. Ah, so this okay. is where everyone's saying, oh, podcast, podcast. Like in Australia, we're still far behind. But it's, it's becoming the biggest and fastest tracking medium in, in, in the world, at the media in the world at the moment. And oh, people, if, you're, if you're a good one. Like this one, naturally. <laughs> yeah, look, you've got my, my, my whole basis on it is content. You've got to have good content and you've got to keep yeah. it relevant and, and you've got to keep it. And, and with Neil and I, we do a bit off the wall shit at times and, um, and we're going to have a break at the moment and, and then reform just to get some ideas for content down because you just sometimes we talk a little bit ad hoc and it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Whereas things like this talking to you, I know that you know what's happening in that place. So if I ask you a question, you go, yeah, yeah, oh, this happened, blah, blah, blah. Or you'll go, yeah, I'm not sure. Like it, whereas a lot of podcasts I listen to, people bullshit their way through. Yeah, no, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I know a lot of, I know what's the expression, I know a little about a lot. Yeah, yeah. I used to have a, an ex-girlfriend, I think I might have mentioned it before, but I have an ex-girlfriend who said, you've got a head full of shit. And I go, what? 
She goes, you just know shit about stuff that... And I go, well, just because you don't care about it doesn't mean anyone else doesn't care. Hence, she's an ex-girlfriend. It's one of those interesting bits of information. Yeah, hence, yeah. It's one of those interesting bits of information you can, like, you don't know, and then you go, oh, I'm going to keep on that, and I'm going to tell someone, then you pass it on. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm that dude that wants to share stuff. Like, fuck, I just learned this. Did you know this? And I've got friends, mates of mine, that look at me and go, nah, don't care. Okay, fair enough. But there is an audience out there that do care and they do want to find out stuff and they like to hear new yeah. shit. And that's me driving around. If I drive around during the day, I'm listening to the podcast and it could be like I sent you that one from, um, what's her name? Uh, Lauren from The Hills. Yeah. And she's doing – and I actually like her content because she keeps it up and upbeat and happy and it's actually interesting. Um, I'm not having any more babies, but I listen to it because I like to go, well, okay, this is what good content is. Um, oh, I've got a – I might have a singing child. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. She's let, let out a hello. Um, I listen to crime. Yeah, my sister's into that too. A lot, actually, oh. a, I can't believe if you were to do a diversity study on who listens to crime, women would be like 80%. Yeah, it's, it's great. And I'll, to be fair, I can't listen to it for very much longer because I have a child. Yep. Hello. Hi. Did you have a good sleep? Yes. You've been sitting here playing with yourself. Okay. Let's put this on. Let's see if this will keep her distracted for a minute. Bought her a new mobile. Okay. And she goes nuts over it. Hi, boo. Um, yeah, love the crime. And yeah. there's a podcast I haven't started listening to it yet, but I want to. It's called Swindle. Okay. And it's about, you know, like the lady who sued Macca's for the hot coffee and uh, yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. yeah, it's stuff like that. So I've been okay. dying to listen to it, but I can't get off my crime, my crime, my crime podcast. So what's your go-to with your, with your crime? Okay, there's an Australian one called Case File. Yep, I'll listen he's, to that all the time. He's awesome. I don't yeah. know who it is. He's anonymous. But um, love him. Uh, Thought and Scale. Love yes, Scale. I've, only, I've only just been listening to that recently. But they just got rid of the host because he's left a derogatory comment and everyone kicked up a stink. And, um, Are you kidding? The company, yeah, the company that does it, um, um, Sound, Wondrick, um, has kicked him off, oh, so he wow. no longer has his podcast, and they've got he replaced himself with a, a woman. She's not the same, but she's okay. Yeah. Um, who else do I listen to? Uh, Generation Y, which is two guys talking about crime stories. Okay. Um, Australian True I listen, Crime? I do listen to that, but I just sometimes, I, I feel like lately they've gotten too much speaking to the, Nanette, Jeanette, Nanette Fowler, or someone, Nanette, Nanette Fraser. Oh, Lynette Fraser, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so love it, really interesting, but I just want to hear stories. Yeah. So, um, but they're, they're my go-tos. But I'm going to have to start listening to Swindle because I am running out of true crime. Okay. Have you listened to Real – is it oh, – I'll just look it up for you. Uh, Real Crime Profile. Okay, let me tell you about this one, and I'll probably talk okay. about this in future. But here's the basis of it: uh, Jim Clementi is an ex-FBI profile um, profile a profiler. Fucking hell, what yeah. it so hard? Yeah. And Laura Richards is an ex New Scotland Yard uh, crime profiler as well. Right. Jim does work for the show Criminal Minds. Oh, 
as an advisor, yeah. And Laura Richards also has um, a women's domestic um, violence site and organisation set up in the UK. And, and she's trying to spread out more. Now, if you ever remember, there was a program that came on some television show where they reenacted the John um, Benet Ramsey murder. And oh, I think so, yeah. Okay, so that's Jim Clementi and Laura Richards that did that. Yeah, and I think I, I watched, I think I've watched one, but I, I don't think it's that one. I think I watched another docu on that one but yeah I know the one you're talking about okay so those those are the guys real crime profile they've been doing it for ages they take uh, different cases they'll take whatever's relevant on television so when the OJ Simpson was they broke down episode by episode okay they did the teacher's pet the Australian one. Oh, that's another thing. That was, that was really good. Yeah. He's yeah. so guilty and you know what they've removed that from they've taken the, the podcast down until the court case is finished Oh, have they? Yeah, because it's, it just seems like it'll be leading and they want to get a fair um, jury. That, I think, yeah, they want to get him to, you know, get get found guilty without all that. But I'm sorry, he's guilty. Oh. Mate, you did it. Come on. It's that, it sounds like a duck and it looks like a duck. What is it, you know? It's a duck, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, exactly. It's unfortunate. And I don't, I don't remember him in the football world, but they say that, you know, he was the... Him and his brother were so charismatic, but I think they're ugly-looking motherfuckers. I so, think back in the day, with, with what was good-looking back then, I think they fit, in, <laughs> yeah. they fit in now, not so much. Yeah, but, you know, that, that has actually also pushed a, um, an investigation into the school of teachers in the 70s that were sleeping with, with students. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's mental, mental. Like, I'm sorry, but I, I just, every time I hear that, I think back on my teachers at my school when I was in high school and they were all crazy. I would never, like, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, I just. Strange it's world. Weird. It's a strange anyway. world. Um, so I'm going to send you some links to... on that, on the, yes, on the true. Please do. Yeah, because there's plenty out there. And uh, and I go through a stage where I go, yep, I listen, bang, 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 and then I go, oh, you do my head in. I just I just need a change, and I look at and I listen to all sorts of weird shit. So it's um, sounds good. Yeah, send me the link. Okay, now we're going to wrap this up, but I just need to yes. get your input on um, Bachelor in Paradise, and is that designed to get an audience to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? What is it? I don't think it's designed to get people to watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I think it's just, I mean, I think the first season did really well. I think they failed epically with this season because they all they had was people from Nick Cummins' season. Yeah. I think that they thought they wanted a way of extending out The Bachelor uh, and The Bachelorette. Uh, yeah, and okay. I think that this is the way they went about it. But was, was it bad? I'll be surprised. It was so bad. Okay. Because all they had was people, everyone from Nick's season. They had the people who are serial, you know, um, what do you call it? Serial, I guess, fame horse. Oh, yeah. just keep yep. appearing on it. And then they bring in the intruders from America, which I never understand why you would bring people from America to Fiji for an Australian-based show and say, hey, fall in love and it will work. That's kind of like a married at first sight thing. Yeah. If you're going to stay together with someone from, that you met that lives in America, the furthest place away in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's a bit hard to, to um, oh, yeah, we'll just have a uh, long-distance relationship. Uh, no. Nah. Yeah, exactly, but totally, yeah. It was, it was actually rather boring. There was some gaslighting and there was some very obsessive behaviour from one of the guys. Um, none of the guys were quite attractive. 
Richie is still awkward as fuck. He's just, he's, um, you know, Alex Oh, Mason, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. She's yeah. like, you know, he's, you just watch him talk to, cam- to, talk to the camera and you think, you are just a goofy, goofy man and you have no personality and no wonder you're single. So he chose Alex, didn't he? He did. And who did he? I'm just trying to remember who he chose Alex over. Nikki. I'm just trying to think of Nikki, but I'm 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 just going to say this: Nikki was super hot, wasn't she? Yes, she was. She was a lot hotter than Alex. Yeah, but Alex was better with the short hair now. Yeah, and um, and then they tried to play out the the lesbian kiss too. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they did. But then you know, Alex dumped Brooke, and it was just. And then they brought in another lesbian, and I just thought, mate, you know, like you don't—you only need one lesbian. You don't need to bring in four. <laughs> Do you think they're trying to get in the male viewer? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I just—I don't know. I just like I think there's a fine line between making sure that it's really open about different sorts of relationships, and you know, we're living in a very uh, forward world where you know you don't necessarily end up with someone of the opposite sex. You might end up with someone. The same sex, or you might, yeah. as the following show on Sunday night, was you might end up in love with a chandelier, oh. or get married to a bridge. <laughs> so, but I, I understand where they're coming from. But then there's a fine line between you know awareness, yeah, and pushing it, uh, pushing an agenda. And I think that's what they failed at. Is is and I, and I have to go and have a look in the research, but I've got a feeling that that's an Endemol Shine um, program as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to look. I, I don't know that it is. But I, I should have a job with them. They're so fucking rich. Oh, oh, well, it was funny because you had me- messaged me after, like, we watched the whole maths thing, and you said, oh, you're going to watch this. And I tried three times. I tried to watch it. And I, because I didn't know <laughs> yeah. anyone, I just really wasn't invested. Like, and I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get invested. And, then, and I'll, I'll tell you one thing for sure. Like, of those girls that would know as the nasty girls from the previous season, Yes. One of them, I think Kat, she agreed to go on it, but she'd already had a boyfriend and was in a relationship. Yeah, and that's what I mean. They do it just to stay relevant because she's got some jewellery business in Bali. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not fucking real. Yeah, so so why she was there, I had no idea. And then she was literally gone before I knew what happened. So I was like, and then Richie was there, and then I went to another episode, all the ads come on, Richie wasn't there, and I'm like, I don't even know how this show works. Who stays, who goes, I don't know. Uh, it just like I watched, I dedicated to it, and then I didn't watch for a few episodes. Yeah. And then I didn't, I watched the finale, I think. Yeah. No, but I didn't watch the catch up one, but I watched like the end, and it was just, oh, I just went, oh, I don't fucking care about any of you, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the so. impression I got. So I wasn't sure if they were trying to build the audience to go into the next Bachelor or do they do the Bachelor before the Bachelorette? Because they've already picked the Bachelorette. But I've already picked The Bachelor. Oh, have they? Yes, and they went with a random. A, he's like a, a a chemical engineer, or he's really smart. Okay, and this... he's not. He's not a celeb. Oh, this might be all right then. Yes, I know. Yeah. When will they learn? We don't want to see someone that's already been on television. We want to see a genuine person find love who's got no fucking agenda. Like yeah. Sophie Monk. Yeah. Who fucking cares? And uh, don't get me wrong, I love Angie from Gogglebox, but. What a fucking cop out! Find some random. Yeah, Angie just seems that she they, they just pulled her out of the Channel Ten stadium. Uh, yeah, 
because I, I like her and what she does, and I think she's funny. So do I. But she says openly, uh, I'm not affectionate. I don't like people touching me. I don't like, and I'm like, and you're going on a show where guys are vying for you. I don't know that's going to be yeah. playing out too well. But, you know, who knows? Never know. But I, I will give um, the new Bachelor a go because I'm happy that they've chosen a random. So I will watch that. And someone that's not looking for their 15 minutes of fame, obviously. Exactly. Like, he has a career. He has a brain. And imagine all these, oh, you know what's going to be great? All these bimboos are going to go on the show. Yeah. And he's just going to be like, oh, what the hell have I done? Yeah. Okay. On on Bachelor in Paradise, there's one woman I'm, I'm, I need you to film in on because she actually seems quite intelligent. I don't know how she got tied up with that. Is I think her name's Alicia. Alisa? No, she's an idiot. Is she? She got gaslighted. Oh, that's the one that's tied up with the Labor Party. Labor or liberal? I thought it was liberal. No, no, she's a know. Labor. She's a Labor girl. Oh, I think yeah. her. Well, I think yeah. one of her parents has has been a minister or something. She's like knee deep in it. Yeah, because she. Yeah, she's. I think she's an advisor now in the Labor Party yeah. down in Canberra. Oh, she's an idiot. Yeah, she. Oh no! Look, I, I didn't mind her, but she she got gaslighted by Jules. Jules was in Ali's season. He had the weird moustache, okay. but um. Yeah, she took like she took him back when she had the whole world going. Don't. Oh, really? Because yeah. well, they had a great thing. They both really liked each other, and then he said that he wanted to end it with her and explore feelings with one of the other girls, and the other girl didn't want him. Then he tried to buy his way back, and then she didn't like let another guy. She told a guy she would pick him with the rose, and then she didn't, and then she let Jules back in, and then they stayed together, and then he. Did the dirty on her again after the show finished? Yeah, okay. And we all knew so that would happen. Yeah. And this guy, what, 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 I don't understand gaslighting. So, I, I mean, I know the oh, principle of it, how it operates, but I don't know why guys yeah. do it. Oh, uh, it's an I don't ego know. thing. Bloody do it well. I think we've all been. I think I've definitely been gaslighted. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they just make you think that something, you're doing something wrong and it's all in your head and you just yeah, think, yeah. shit, is it all in my head? I don't know. How, like, let's, let's face it. Some men are not incredibly smart. And I don't know how <laughs> they, they, they fine-tune this gaslighting where women, and maybe it's because women just are so quick to doubt their own self-worth and that's why it works. Yeah. Plant yeah. the seed of doubt and just watch it grow. And I think that's, I think it just works in yeah. together. So, I don't know. But yeah, it was, yeah. So she's considered quite an intelligent woman, but obviously she, not. She was probably the smartest. Yeah, and turns out to be the thickest. Yeah, I think that because she liked, she really liked this guy, and then she thought he liked her, and then he, you know, dangled the carrot and disappeared, and then came back and told was he was he likable? Um, he sort of you sort of grew to like him, and then you saw that. He was, I think he was a 26-year-old guy, lived at home, never had a girlfriend. Warning signs, warning signs. Fuck, there's red flags flying. Exactly. You know he's had a girlfriend because he's pro- actually, he's probably told the girl that their girlfriend and girlfriend, but to him it's just a fucking thing, Yeah. to be fair. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Because you can't be 26 and not have one girlfriend, even if it's for a month or three months. You know, you have to have had a girlfriend. And then to be able to gaslight, you have to have had a girlfriend. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly so, right. You know what you're doing. Exactly. Okay, so does the show do it for you? Will you watch it again or do you give it a big Ooh. thumbs down and go, fuck off? This season was a big thumbs down, fuck off. Yeah. Next season, oh, I don't know. It would really depend 
on who they get from Bachelor and Bachelorette. But I think I think I'm still gonna be a no, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. They didn't really wow me. Yeah, and, and it's um, I I'm I look for like when we talk about content for podcasts, I look for the same in in television shows, and I'm thinking you got the Bachelor, you got the Bachelorette. Do you need Bachelor in Paradise, or no, is you it don't. Just a money grab. Just probably a money grab, a money grab for them, and a fame grab for um, the people on it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see oh. who makes it. Uh, I just got one of my girlfriends show up at the door. Yeah. But I will have to G-O go. That's all right. We can catch up another time. I thank you again for your time. I know how... Oh, uh, any time. I know how uh, how busy we it is. We always sidetrack. That's the thing. Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. That's, uh, that's real. Um, but I will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks again, Jess. And um, I'll come back to you with some more um, ideas for a chat. Yeah, and let me know when it's out and I will uh, share the shit out of it. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably put it up tonight, actually, so... Okay, beautiful. Talk to you soon. Okay. See Jess. Okay, so once again, that was Jess, and she was gracious to give us so much time. And she, I actually tell a lie. I didn't get that up that afternoon or that evening, uh, and that was due to other stuff that was going on, like everyone else has things going on in their life. So I apologise for that. Some really interesting things to take out of it. Plus, there's a bit of a Game, game of Thrones in there. Why not throw it all around? Um, I hope to be talking to Jess in Season 2 of uh, Gorilla Radio Live um, as we sort of draw close on it come the end of June and Season 2 will start in, in July. But again, uh, I, I thank you so much. She gives great insight. She's a straight shooter and always makes things uh, interesting. So I uh, hope you enjoyed and uh, keep listening because I'm hoping that we'll get her back again and we can talk about some crazy shit that's coming up on uh, television and on so-called reality TV, who knows what it's going to be. So anyway, thanks again and uh, until next time.